0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition. It's the Andy and Amanda Love Show, baby. Let's get on. Let's talk. 515-605-9888 will answer all your questions, love, intimacy, relationship, and anything else you want to talk about here on the Andy and Amanda Love Show. It's Wednesday, April 14th. Let's talk love. The time has come for us to work. And think of living.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. These are these are. Oh, yeah, Wait, right. I agree done.
2: completely. I
1: hope <laughs> you've enjoyed today's show. We'll see you next time. Thanks, folks. I, oh, we're just. I'm sorry. I'm at the wrong <laughs> end of the show here. Um, why do I have end? Hey. Oh, I'm, it says end. Oh, I got on the wrong side. I'm playing. Oh, got it. Okay. I thought it said, I, said I had a cue to end the show. All right. Hey. It's the beginning of the show. This is the Andy Demander Show. My name is Andy Kimball. and on the other end of the pond, all the way across the ocean, 8,000 miles away, somewhere deep inside our, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, way over there, way, way, way (laughs) across the ocean, way, way, way back to go, way back against the wall. It's go, oh, I'm sorry. i was thinking baseball for a second. Uh, um, (laughs) What? What was I saying? Oh, I was trying to introduce you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. How rude of me. that's
3: okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm, really,
1: I'm really sorry. It's, it's Amanda Love. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I think and, it is. I,
2: Hang on. Let me chat. <laughs> yep, yeah, we're, we're good.
1: Not just, we're not just talking Amanda Love. We're talking Amanda Love, baby. We're talking Amanda Love. Thank you. This is a Thanks. very special edition of the Andy and Amanda Show where we're going to talk and answer and resolve everybody's questions who has a question. May, many might not have any questions be people to answer our questions actually but anyway we're going to try to um, answer everybody's questions regarding love as in amanda <laughs> love sex <laughs> as an amanda no excuse me sex and intimacy yes it's finally here folks the andy and amanda love and relationship episode you'll hear from our experts on today's show we're going to be uh answering your calls 515-605-9888 and answering your emails of which we have so many and uh, <laughs> other questions and texts and um, uh, Twitter. Uh, well, how do you get how do you get to tweet uh, to Twitter to
2: uh, Twitter? Twitter. Yes. Thank
1: you. How do you get to do that to us?
2: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've got all the uh, shows details here, my darling. Um, so if people want to uh, tweet us or um, you know get hold of us, then our email address is theandyandamanda the show at gmail.com and if you want to send us a tweet, then you go to at AndyAndAmanda2. There
1: we go, folks. So you can tweet twit us and uh, we'll get, you know, get hold of us that way. Um, yeah, whatever it is, you know what I mean. And you could uh, you can email us at AndyAndAmandaShow at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, so, you know, send us your questions, and we, we do have the answers, believe me, and if we don't, we have a panelist on today's show that will be able to answer your questions. And some of uh, we, asked, we asked some of our panelists some questions early on. We pre-recorded their answers um, of the most popular questions we did not receive. So anyway. Um, we are uh, and also you know I think maybe pretty you know and this is kind of cool because normally we kind of comment on the news what's going on there what's going on here uh, you know we talk about the coronavirus and the vac- vaccinations and the rate of vaccines and the you know this you know how dangerous the virus continues to be or is it easing yet and we talk about that we've had ways mm. from, and commented on some some um some issues of which are a concern to all of us and that's what we have been doing here on the show but we we wanted to have You know we talked about this for so long about having a show that let's just talk about life let's just talk about relationships let's talk about love and sex because that's truthfully i think windows on everybody's mind anyway you know for those of you who are enjoying relationship, you're glad to be in it or maybe not we're going to talk about that for those of you who aren't in a relationship many of you wish you were so how how do we how do we remedy your life how do we what is it about how are you going about finding that significant other maybe in a relationship but that person that you're In relationship with is not that person that you thought you would be in let's say you're not committed or married or engaged or otherwise uh, submitted into a relationship of of some sort um, and you get into it then later on down the road you find out you know this this isn't going the way I want to be I don't want to hurt the other person what what do I do Um, I'm having you know this guy's cool but it's really bad sex this guy's not cool but it's really really good sex this girl is cool this you know whatever it might be you know Um, yeah. And we're going to talk about yeah, that. Sure. And we're going to talk about, uh, you know, gender ID and identity and 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 um, uh, uh, all that. So anyway, you know, yes. you know, uh, the new uh, the new uh, pronoun they. You know, um, yeah. yeah. uh, on you know, the applications, uh, he are you a male, female, or a they? You know. Uh, uh you know we'll talk about that maybe you know maybe but yeah. um i think what we'll do is let's just briefly you know we we all know what's going on in the news actually i've learned that many many actually do not know and many don't really give a damn actually but um <laughs> there's some things going on um that we should just just briefly go over and we'll talk about them in another show um in the usa uh there's we talked on monday about the uh um Officer shooting. Yes. Um, yeah. A, a black man in Minneapolis, ten miles away from where George Floyd was killed. The officer's name has been released. It's, it's Kim Potter, as in Harry. Um, but no, okay. no relationship. I checked. There is no relationship.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I did that check just, that. That just blew my illusions out of the water. Okay.
1: Yeah, she was, I think, an officer with the uh, with the Brooklyn uh, Police. Um, in Minneapolis area, Minnesota for I think 20 or 14, 14 years, I think it is, 14 years something, so oh quite, quite some time. Uh, she's had a couple of issues early on, nothing major, but had some issues, uh, was never uh, arrested or, or charged with anything. Um, but she was arrested Wednesday morning by agents with the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, and she's booked um, into the Hennepin County Jail. Uh, she killed this 20, you know, a, a guy was got back in his car, started driving off, and she pulled a gun, thinking it was her taser. But she's been with the police a long, long, I know what else she does with the police? She's a training officer.
2: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Or was, huh. was. Yeah. Okay. She's being charged with secondary manslaughter, um, and we'll follow that. Okay, I just want to, you know, there's more, I could, we can could talk more about that. We're not going to, on this picture show, yeah. uh, Does this again on Friday. I think we'll probably dive into it again. We'll see where that is. Um, Outside of that, um, oh, the, you know, uh, we talked about Gates, Representative Gates from Florida, and the uh, the, um, the federal investigation into his uh, sex trafficking, uh, sex with a minor, transporting minor across state lines, paying money, blah blah blah. Well, now women who are now not seventeen, who are like twenty, have come out to detail drug use, sex, and payments after late night parties with Gates. He's done. Wow. Hmm. And we'll talk about that friday you know hey stay tuned right after this message and also the president <laughs> i hope you're taking notes mandy because you know me i will forget what we're supposed to talk about friday but anyway um
2: i wish you pre-warned me <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, these are things we've been following we, we've been following these things and uh yeah um, uh, president biden here is going to begin the withdrawal from afghanistan on may 1st um and he will not pass the responsibility on to the the next president that comes down the pike so um anyway so those are things we're gonna you know we would normally be diving into and providing comment and answering your questions and fielding your emails and so forth but this show and i want to hear from amanda too because you may have some things to, to talk about there too but we're going to focus today on on sex anyway because this is amanda love <laughs> and andy kimball and what else should we be talking about know what i mean hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't think. I love of, the you know, you
2: paint Andy. I really do. Thank you. I'm proud of it. You know what I'm saying? Is it a paint by numbers, or is it just you know totally
3: inspiration? <laughs> Gosh.
1: you know, uh, yeah, she's like you know she forms a, a, a cross with her fingers and she goes back, Andy, back I say back. <laughs> well, sh- back, shit, it you please, back you fool. You, you
2: just blow my cover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I keep, and I keep coming after her. <laughs> and then wonder, what's your comment? It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. what am I, I going to do with you, Andy? What am I
3: going
1: to do with you? Actually, yeah. don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. 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 So anyway, our number again yeah. 515-605-9888. Amanda. Yeah. What do you have to say? What do you have to say? Yes. Sir. Well,
2: about what? <laughs>
1: Well, we are going to be answering some questions here about, uh, what
2: do you oh, okay. think,
1: uh, so, what is, yeah. what is the most prevalent issue and problem regarding sex, love, and relationship as far as well, from what your perceptions are?
2: That's a, that's mm-hmm. a fast, um, a fast, uh, area. <laughs> okay. So, oh, uh,
1: well, wait, hmm. you what know, wait, 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 wait.
2: Shut up and drink Whoa. your shit. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Let me just do that. <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. All right. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now I've had my shot. I'm ready to uh, talk. So yeah. Um, okay, so I am
1: uh, on uh, well, top writing. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're doing a show. Please, please.
2: <laughs> it's a minefield, isn't it? I mean, I, mi- yeah, no, I speak. Yeah, I speak to so many people that you mm-hmm. know go through all sorts of issues with uh, loneliness, you know, really needing somebody. And, um, you know, I see, I witness people with the the struggles of being in a a relationship, no, no, and how to keep that, that romance, that spark in the relationship Mm -hmm. alive. Because I think that's something that bothers a lot of people. You know, there's plenty of people out there in relationships, but it's got to the point where it's kind of fizzled out and they've kind of learned to just exist with each other as opposed to still have this this unit, this, this unity within the relationship where, you know, that, that enjoyment and excitement is it's just not present. I think that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of people think about but don't necessarily talk about. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's much mm-hmm. easier for them to, to go around with the, well, I'm just existing in this and this is the way it is. This is all I know and I'm happy for it to be this way. Although, deeply, they're not really happy about it. They just they just don't talk about it. And, you know, when somebody does ask, oh, how's you? How's the relationship? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, i great. You know, we did this, we did that. But, you know, secretly underneath it, they're just like, huh, if only you knew. Mm. And you see that in people's faces sometimes. You see it in people's mm-hmm. faces. And it's, um, it's a funny place to be because you don't feel comfortable challenging somebody about their relationship sometimes because it seems like you're prying, trying to get too personal. Um, and then, you know, Then you've got the other end of the spectrum where people are so desperately wanting to be in a relationship because they've got all this love to give to somebody and no one to actually give it to. And, you know, you could you could flip that on so many ways and you'll have many people come at you and say, "Okay, well, why don't you just start by giving it to yourself first? I'm sure there's many images popping up in people's heads as soon as I say that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I don't mind mind. You know, I have tried I I've tried to give uh love uh um, a lot and then I end up waking up and asking questions like uh Who
0: am I? Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah, you
1: know? And uh,
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? That's a common question for me as well, Andy. You're not alone in that. Yeah, I know. But, um,
1: I know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But the, mm. those two things are the biggest things that I seem to come across with people. Um, and I noticed that, you know, we've had previous guests on the show talking about self-love and stuff, and that seems to be a big driving force at the moment as well. I've noticed there's like, I um, do so if you want to call it a trend or whatever you want to label it as, that a lot of people are reaching that point now where they're realizing, okay, so I'm happy being on my own, or even in in relationships, they're learning how to love themselves a little more so that they can be better a better partner to the other person. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I mean, I've gone through so many processes myself, um, you know, insecurities, battling insecurities and, you know, trying to be the best version of me if I can. And so that doesn't affect every other area of my life because that can do as well. And I think it's something that affects a lot of people insecurity in relationships majorly. Um, mm-hmm. And again, that's not always something people talk about because they get ashamed of their insecurities. And that could be um, from something their their partner is doing within that relationship or not doing, or just from a life experience that they've had that they've carried that insecurity from childhood and it's just um, come out within <clears throat> certain areas of your life that's become important, like a relationship or, or work. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to find that... that way to deal with those little demons that stand there and look mm-hmm. at you and say, Ha ha it's time for you to be insecure about everything your partner's doing or, you know, somebody at work's doing to you and, and um you know, recognizing mm-hmm. that and trying trying to work with it. This is me getting all deep on yeah. you, Andy, I'm sorry.
1: No, I I I get I hear I hear you. You know it's it's funny because um one question here and, and just getting this over here I'm looking at these titles of the answers. Um is um um sexuality with women and men and, and uh, oh all oh, you know
2: oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. About, uh,
1: um w- women and men and does it take a woman longer to get into it? Is it a man or a woman aggressive but and sometimes there's one popular question is it takes a woman a really long time to get into a physical relationship and and what yeah. are some remedies and, and uh, here's here's one answer here that we had from our panel Uh, If I can find it. Yes, here we go. Um, Everybody has this idea uh, that freedom is going to be the best sex ever, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That could be, (laughs) that could be, that could be, be, you know, a start. You know, just think about the, no, really. um, But here's, uh, here we go. Start alone first. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Always get to. It's
2: always, always
1: good to know yourself first. You yes. know.
2: Yeah. In I every could. respect. I love. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and yeah, like you were saying, we we talked about that on the show. We've talked about you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Who 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 you are and who you're being and who who are you bringing into who you're being in a relationship and and you know I I think you know it's interesting you mentioned that because now that I think about it.
0: Hmm
1: if if you don't if you're not in touch with yourself, yeah, then how, and if you don't have a really good grip on who you are and where you intend to see yourself as your life goes down that track, how is it possible to be effective in being who you are in a relationship if you don't know who you are for real you You have yes. a feeling you're you're being, but are you but are you being you? You're being? of course, you're existing, but are you really being? Yeah. In a relationship, yeah. And um, interesting question, you know. It's 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 you know to get in touch with oneself, and and you wonder, you know, and kind of keep on going down the road, but you wonder how many relationships exist, and then they don't exist. But the reason why they end up not existing is because not only, and we always say, well, people grow and they change and they grow, but do they really grow from who they really are? Or they start discovering who they are, and they didn't know throughout the term of however long that relationship was, whether it was three months, three years or thirteen years or thirty years,
2: yeah, yeah, you
1: know what I mean no, so yeah, so yeah, here's the question if if somebody gets in a relationship guy, mm. girl, 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 guy, guy, whatever it is yeah. And you go okay. That commitment begins to manifest itself and get stronger and stronger, and they end up finding themselves being attached as one and only, is within that relationship. But then down the road, it doesn't work. Is the why doesn't it work down the road? And what what made it exist five years ago, five weeks ago, five months ago? Well, five weeks ago, I get that, but five even five months ago, I guess. But let's go five years. You know, five five yeah. years, one and a half years, two, three years. You know, significant time. Forget the weeks yeah. and months. Forget that. I understand that. Um, but it, when, you, when, especially if you're living together or whatever, and suddenly you ch- you have a change of, of heart and mind and direction with what you expect out of the person you're in a relationship with, or you just don't want to be in a relationship anymore, period. Yeah. But, but yeah. the question is, could you have answered that question and known that five years previously? Could, to, to, you know, how well... Did you really know yourself to dive into that relationship at the onset?
2: Yes. And I think a lot of the time people um, get into relationships so easily because, one, everybody truly does want to be in a relationship to feel loved by another person and and, um, seen as valuable and worthy enough to, to be loved. And, um everybody wants that everybody does whether they admit it or not and so quite often people easily slip into these relationships and again they don't really know themselves but they're they're hoping that the other person you know they've obviously had this click or connection with that person to get into that relationship some people don't some people just jump into a relationship starting to learn about them as they go along and um, hoping it works out whereas you know there's the opposite side that take time to get to know each other before they get into this relationship and then, boom, it it starts to to manifest into something very beautiful. Um, But I think, you know, those who jump in very quickly, they're so desperately looking to be loved and feel valued and wanted and needed. And that's the biggest thing, to feel wanted and needed, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you go around life and life is thrown in your face all the time. There's so many situations that say, you know, the world rejects you. You've got to fight for everything you want in life. And everybody wants that person by their side side to support them and love them and show them how valuable they are and um, worthy they are and how special they are. And
3: then Mm -hmm. they
2: get very heartbroken and disappointed when the other person that they hoped would reflect that back to them doesn't reflect it back to them, and then, you know, that's when that relationship starts to battle, egos come out, they start fighting each other, things start falling apart, but they end up repeating that same pattern by moving on to another person and not learning from the previous experience that says, hey, obviously this type of uh, approach didn't work, how about trying something different? But instead yeah. they fall into that same loop again and then finding somebody mm-hmm. else in hope that that person's going to be the one who, who wasn't before, Mm-hmm. and you know that 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 vicious circle keeps going around until eventually this person's had so much heartbreak and says yeah. okay so i need to step back from all relationships and they just focus on myself that's where that growth truly begins and that's where you end up finding somebody who's worthy um of your love and as you know yourself and they're worthy of everything that you have to offer them because you know you've mm. reached that place and you know, I've seen that as well in, in, in people. Um, I've had friends that end up repeating mm-hmm. the same cycle. Around and around I feel sorry for them. Round and yeah. round
1: yep. they go. Round and round. Yeah. Yep. I've
2: seen that too. Round and round.
1: Round and round. They never get out of that merry-go-round. Round, round no. and round and round no. they go. Yeah. And how about the sex and long-term relationships? Now, what happens? Yeah. Uh, are, uh,
3: what happens? Uh, down
1: <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> what, 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 what happens? You know, there's an interesting physiological phenomenon you know that what what drives sex what drives sex is in actuality, what drives mm-hmm. sex is reproduction yeah. the reason why we have sex is to reproduce the pup is, is to grow the population so our yeah. species does not die out that's actually physiologically what that's that's why sex is enjoyable that's why we the physiologically the body has sex why all the drive is underlying all there it's not just a physical thing there's a reason why it's there and there's a reason what happens as a result of having sex, if you yeah. have unprotected sex and blah, 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 right? So yeah. let's figure out what happens down the road.
3: We genetically built built, they think the sex has done its function. You know, if you haven't had kids by then, you're probably not going to have any. If you do have kids, you know, they've already, you've already done your function. Because, of course, you know, the whole point of the sex drive is population. We're yeah. there to populate. Yeah. So once you've had kids or you've been, you know, Mother Nature thinks, well, obviously she's not interested, you couldn't care less if you never have great sex again. So we're actually going against nature to want to have somebody that we love and have great sex with. Because interestingly, also the two hormones that are responsible for love and sex fight each other. You know, we think love and sex are great bedfellows. They're not. You know, the hormones like, like you know oxytocin, serotonin. P, I think called PEA. They're all love hormones, and they don't like being in the brain with things like testosterone, you know, which is responsible for your sex drive. That's why you have that Madonna whore thing of, you know, they'll be you have this woman that they love on a pedestal, but won't fancy her, and then have sex with somebody else. Wow, that they that don't. Is... Like.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's uh, quite scientific there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that makes See? sense, right? Yeah, it does. It does. But regardless, you know, you in a relationship, like, you have to make time for sex. sex. You really I think,
2: I think it's a, a beautiful thing to uh carry that on in in a relationship. And I know there's many a times when couples have that even if they're they're not having that intimacy in that way very often, there will probably come a point where they both feel, Okay, we're at that, that place where we both feel that we want to be that intimate with each other because they want to share that that something that they haven't shared in a while. And um just feel that connected with each other again. Cause that's, again, that's, that's what it all comes down to is connection with the mm-hmm. other person, right? It's not mm-hmm. just all physical. And I think that's, that's right. what, that's what helps a physical relationship is by maintaining that connection and that intimacy between each other, sharing whatever it is and just being open with each other and, you know, making sure, you know, the other one feels loved and, and respected. That's what keeps a lot of that alive. And, um, I mean that's just my opinion. I mean what
1: do I know, right? <laughs> well, we were experts. That's why we're doing the show. You're, oh yeah, you're, okay. You're, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. So I'll, you know, one yeah. thing she failed to um, I should bring it her back here. One thing she failed to mention uh, with all the uh, uh, hormones and the uh, things that are the the, the, the uh, you know things testosterone and the uh, whatever it is was uh, floating around the brain. She forgot to mention the other stuff floating around the brain like Viagra, Viagra, whatever you call it there, and uh, Cialis <laughs> and uh, and Modelo. And all these other things are, uh, <laughs> floating around the brain there that could, you know, make it make a big difference here in, uh, in, our, uh, in uh, Yeah, yeah. See what
3: I'm saying now? Um,
1: I know what you're saying yeah. It <laughs> is, uh, uh yeah yeah. Uh, now let's uh, go, move right along here. Let's see. Uh, is okay, to fake second orgasm. <laughs> no. Uh,
2: I say I say but, no to that. What
1: What do you say? What do you say?
2: I I I agree with that. I mean, I don't think it's fair to fake anything whether it's in in the relationship like fake I love you or uh, a fake orgasm, no matter what it is. I think, you know, that communication is always key, right? So if you're having a a sexual experience with your partner that, you know, you want to please them, sure, and you you don't want to make them feel like, they haven't achieved anything with you because obviously it's nice for the other person when they know that they've been able to give you or take you to that place, you know, and make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So when you fake it, you're, it's, you're you're lying to them and you're lying to yourself, and you're not then ultimately both truly getting out of it what is potentially, you know, could be a beautiful thing. So I think by being honest and say, "Hey, hey, darling, I apologise, but I couldn't quite get there." You know, who knows, maybe your partner will turn around and say, Well, okay, you'll give me ten minutes, let's try again. Well, hey, double the fun, but, right? But that,
1: <laughs> that, 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 see to me to me or- orgasm is not is not the end all of sex.
2: No, that's right. I'm, Absolutely.
1: You know, so I mean, yeah, I, I I'm I'm good either way. Me. You know, either way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm easy. <laughs> <If we're>, <yeah>. <laughs> <of my> life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, you know, you know, so... Um, but you're
2: right. No, it isn't. It isn't. And I think it's just the experience and the in- intimacy you share in a moment that means more than anything. But a lot of people set out when they have sex with each other to get to that point. Oh, my God, I've got this pressure to get to this point. I must orgasm. I must do this and I must do that. And then um, feel like crappy that maybe one or both didn't achieve it and uh,
3: mm-hmm. feel
2: bad about it, but it's, it's just having that intimacy together, that, that, that sharing in that moment, that, that unity that makes you feel like you're connected to that, that person in such a beautiful yeah. way. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, Andy, you've hit the nail right on the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that is not well. I, I hit something somewhere. I don't know what, but anyway, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like Ted, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, cause that, that's never been. I'm just thinking back. Yeah, it's it's never been it for me. And um, um, and I, I, as I, I, I just as a guy, you know, and I'm with with a girl. I would I would yeah. hate. Hate to think that a girl would have to fake that. I mean, I, whatever happens, kind of happens, and you kind of dive into these things together and share whatever it is yeah. you're sharing together, and whatever it is, yeah. it is, and that's great, whatever it is, you know, just the way it is. It's
2: yeah. okay.
1: It's okay. You know? Absolutely. Okay by me, you know?
2: I think a lot of pressure gets put on that whole idea about an orgasm. If you don't have an orgasm, then, you know, it's a very disappointing thing, and that you haven't really enjoyed anything, but it's um, yeah. a shame, really.
1: And I wonder, I wonder how many girls who have sex with their significant others yeah. think that they have to show their significant others of the quality of their sex, their lovemaking, whatever it is they're doing, um, by having an orgasm. I mean, is, that, is that mean? Oh, wow! You you know you have to. Well, even though they're not, let's say, they're not all that turned on, and actually it's not all that great but they better pretend kind of like, oh, to make them feel like, um, you know, ego and emotionally, that, oh, you're fabulous, and they break up a day later. I mean, you know, I don't know. Um, and I wonder how much, I wonder how much, because you hear more about that with women, although I must say this, I know, of, I know, I know that for a fact, I mean, guys have faked orgasms too
2: yeah That's, I mean you not, don't hear about that so much, but yeah
1: you don't, but it's absolutely true you you do not yeah. you not hear like you said it is not you know so so girls, you know you know it'd be kind of interesting to switch roles what would happen if if you found out that some of the guys you've been with or guys some of the you know whatever I'm just saying significant others I don't mean you know whatever I'm just saying um yeah. Yeah. that some of the your other partner um was Faking it, and was a guy who you know, because you always hear about oh, girls faking, or girls faking orgasm. Well, how about what would you do if that guy you were with, whenever, was actually faking it? Hmm. Hmm. You don't think about that too much. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, and uh, it does exist, definitely. And in a way, you could look at it as a beautiful situation because they don't want to upset their partner or, you know, make them feel insecure about what just happened. So as much as that appears like a beautiful and noble thing, mm-hmm. I think it's, if it's an important part of the relationship for you is the communication is, is a beautiful thing to say, okay, well, I, I didn't, this didn't happen for me. It was nothing that you mm-hmm. did or didn't do. Maybe, you know, I just physically wasn't up to uh, to 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 producing that today or, or whatever it, you know because there's also there's also all sorts of things that come into the situation when mm-hmm. you're intimate with somebody that could affect the the process and the end result of that that uh, intimacy. For example, bad sleep, stress, you know, mm-hmm. um, poor diet. There's all sorts of things that can contribute to um, not having the experience you were both hoping for, and I think that's a lot of pressure on a lot of couples as well that you know, in, in, they feel like they have to be on top form to perform for their partner, and mm-hmm. there's all sorts of things that can contribute to that not being as successful as they had in their own minds. And then they stress yeah. about it, and then they feel down, and think they've done something wrong, and feel less of themselves because of it, and then that can mm-hmm. create a, a, a wedge between them and their partner, right? And, yep.
1: um, and I, I wonder how many relationships actually Break up because sex is is you know maybe it was good at one point or whatever and or maybe it never really was that good relationship just kind of went on down the road there but i wonder how many relationships actually end because you know because one partner saying you know i i love sex i want sex in my life and i want really good sex and i'm i'm I'm, you know i i'd I'd make somebody a really 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 good lover it just ain't happening here you know and uh, what they do well let's i don't know maybe um let's see
3: if it doesn't work, separate amicably and look for somebody new. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Now,
2: I mean, sex can be a huge thing for people, can it? I mean, there, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: there are people that feel that that's a huge part of their relationship that they can't possibly survive without it. There's people actually addicted to it in so many levels because mm. it, because it, it's a feel good thing and people get addicted to the things they feel good with. Whether it's food, drink, drugs, sex, even just simple things within a relationship can, can feel addictive. Um, we've all got the possibility to have that addictive behavior in us, and uh, it's, it's so easy to experience that. And I, I, I hear so much about people being addicted to sex, that they go out there and they buy all sorts of things to replace a human being so that they can just, you know, have an orgasm, and do what they need to do, get out. Do you know? Do you know?
1: Speaking of that, that during I was just I guess doing some research for this show. Uh, that yeah. the sale uh, of sex toys, men and women, men, both men and women, the, the sale yeah. of sex toys during the coronavirus, during the lockdowns, have been through the roof.
2: Wow. Okay. But here's
1: the interesting thing. Here's this is mm. this is interesting. Yeah. They also predicted nine months after the lockdown started happening, the pandemic really started taking its toll on on our country and the world, that there'd be a a spurt of of babies, bam, there'd be like, whoa, nine months into it, because husbands and wives, men and women, boys and girls, whatever, home, and boom, nine months later, out come the babies uh, in a huge explosion. Uh, because of everybody is at home all twenty four seven all the time, and they're not going to work yeah. and they're home and they're and they're having sex and whatever. And nine months later, babies come out. It ain't happening.
2: Yeah.
1: Not yeah. happening. But the sale of sex toys is way way up.
2: But yeah, that I could, yeah that wouldn't surprise me actually, Andy. I mean, although I find it shop to start with, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, you know, so you know what? Th- thinking about it, I'm like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I wonder if you would get to the point where it seems like sex is too much work.
2: I think there are hmm. people that feel that way.
1: I'm starting you to know? think, I'm just thinking, I don't really, believe it or not, I don't really, it's me and my guitars, you know, I mean, that's about as far <laughs> as it goes from, you know, can we talk? Probably sad boy, people are saying, Andy, you poor soul. Um,
2: oh, definitely I, being, uh, I, the definitely of them would be in. I've had
1: the most. I've had the equivalent of amazing sets with my guitars. I mean, it, just the passion <laughs> yeah. that we have together. The, yeah, know, yeah. You know, uh, I, and I've, i you know, when I've su- suggested to some of my partners, um, about having um, threesomes.
2: Mm.
1: And they're like, Andy, that sounds really cool. Yeah, you know, we can go, you know, find somebody or whatever. We can do, it. We can do that. We can do a threesome, you know, whatever. If that's cool. And I said, No, I got my you know, partner's actually here. Said, really? They've been here the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. Well, introduce me. And I bring out my guitar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Yes, look, she lets me caress her strings anytime I choose. And i can yes. go
1: for as long as i want Don't <laughs> no really turned me on baby let me just see you touch my guitar
2: <laughs> you should hear the sound that she makes when i get that rhythm going <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
2: that great. but
1: um you know you know as come it's come uh you know a, a, a conversation and in- hey, let me ask you a question do you have conversations with girls about, about you know, that come up that you anybody ask or talk about having a threesome?
0: Oh,
2: my goodness. You know, yeah, that, that conversation has come up. And, well, let me um, hear.
1: Let me hear. What, what is the conversation and, and how do people talk about it?
2: Well, I remember being asked once many years ago if um, I would ever consider something like that. I'm like, hell no. Because for me, I just, I don't see, I don't see... The appeal of it, Um, I think one, because I can be an insecure person, okay, so Mm -hmm. I think that the thought of being with uh, (laughs) two other people at the same time, no. Then you've got the moral side of it for me. The moral side is the most important, that I don't Mm -hmm. believe in having sex with more than one person at at any time, because although that might be what is seen for other people as an intimate relationship between those three Mm -hmm. people in that moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's much more personal and should be more personal than that. It should be about that one-on-one with somebody. That's yeah. the way I see it. I, I, you we, know, it's probably people like that who will argue that and say, "No, no, no." We, we do. We
1: we have a caller on the line right now who
0: might argue it. Yo, okay. dude. Hey, what's up, guys?
2: Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, we're man,
0: talking. Um, we're talking crayons. Y'all talking about crayons, right? Crayon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Crayons. Yes. Yeah. Crayons. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. So basically uh yeah um well that's good. You put the red and the blue and the green <laughs> in the <middle> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes.
0: What do you think? I th- I really think um with, with the subject that you on is um it's kind of great because Sex
3: sales. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay.
1: <laughs> this this is the coordinator yeah. of the show and the and the backbone of the show, of course, thinking of the marketing and the and the uh, and the growth of the show, and of course, he gets on there thinking, yeah, guys, yes, yeah, sex, sex, go, go,
0: yes, reach, Definitely, reach, sponsorship. Man. So, um, yes, yes, yes. Um, so, man, to keep continuing that conversation you was talking about. My my oh. phone was steaming up. <laughs> well, we we have some different. Here's. Um,
1: we have some, some different thoughts on threesomes. We here's one. If you are engaged together, threesome. One of them, let's say two women, with you. One of them is going to be a better lover. Um, yes. Yeah, so I I I've, I wonder how the... I've never had a threesome.
2: No, me neither. Mm. But hmm. But you know, like I'll again. I why. <laughs> We know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I haven't thought
1: about it, threesome, in that respect. Like when you have, let's say, as a guy, you, let's say you have two, two girls. First of all, I couldn't imagine that. I have a girlfriend of mine who's a friend, not a, not a girlfriend, a friend who's a, a woman. Um, for her boyfriends, or I think husbands, or Significant others—they're—they're they're, they're mm-hmm. actually having some issues living together, but not really a relationship anymore. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah. Um, but she, um, for his um, birthday, uh, got a uh, another girl. He brought another girl in as a threesome. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, and, uh, you know, thinking back, we were talking about sex and all this stuff at the time and I, and I didn't continue. I wish I'd continued the conversation to ask what was it like. I never did. But I, I wish I could go back. Maybe I'll call her. Let's call her. Let me see if I can call her up on the show here. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
2: I'm sure she'd love
0: that. <laughs> she
1: probably had a hang Let me something here. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody has this
0: idea uh, that threesome is going to be the best sex ever, whatever.
2: Well, yeah,
0: that's that as well. People do not get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I understand about threesomes, they said some people can take it because, and some people can't because it's you know it's very sensitive. You know, when a man is with two women, and it is is sensitive when you're dealing with one woman. So imagine if you're dealing with two women and. A friend of mine's basically was like, you know, he he liked it, but it was too much going on that he couldn't yeah. focus. Yeah,
2: well, wow.
1: I can't, I okay. can't imagine how you. I I just um, I can't imagine. I wouldn't know what to do. But you know, give me a guitar. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm i would in the boat. Yeah, I I, w- I wouldn't yeah, know. So I wouldn't know what to do. I seriously wouldn't. I seriously would not know what to do. Definitely. I would be like it's it's kind of
0: crazy, guys, because. Okay, is you got to satisfy two women? Is it hard enough to satisfy one? But imagine you have to satisfy two.
1: We, you know, we were talking about two that earlier. Women and, men or whatever. But see, yeah, we were yeah. talking about that. We were talking about that earlier, and and here's what we concluded for us. Amanda and I are, you know, being the internet husband and wife that we are. We think like-minded about a lot of things, including sex. And and this is uh, <laughs> one that we talked about earlier. Um, is that when you say try to satisfy, we 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 concluded, at least in our lives, that everybody's life is different and everybody's expectations and things were different. But that the goal is really not to satisfy in terms of orgasm. It's the goal is it, to share and, and and enjoy and to be and and, you know, satisfying should be something that comes naturally. It's nothing you do. It should be, or am I living in some kind of dream world?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. You're in a dream well. world. <laughs> I, I, I think that orgasm is like the big bang, you know, that leads up to the sex. You know, that's what you really. Be, to me, the orgasm my leads to sex,
1: or does sex lead to orgasm? I
0: mean, I mean, sex <laughs> vice versa. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, here, wait, maybe, maybe, I'm wait. Like, yeah, wait
1: that's you, that's you can hear this sex. again. Wait, maybe we should play this one again. Here, wait a minute. Uh, Stop. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. that's the orgasm that's how it's sound yeah. when you're having it <laughs> <laughs> yes but, I, but my perspective is like you know i think that's you know psychologically i think that's what you be when you be having sex that's what you be you know be leading up to the orgasm i mean who who don't want to have orgasm well no but,
2: it's true it's just true it's just that yeah, sorry Andy. We were, we were both uh, expressing yeah. how it's not, it shouldn't be the ultimate reason for um, you both to get into it in the first place that, you know, the, the connection and the sharing part of it is, is way of more important course. than the orgasm. And of course, if you've got that there, then no doubt that orgasm is going gonna, is gonna to happen anyway, because you're both on that level with each other that is just like, wow, it's amazing and boom, it happens naturally. You know
0: that's very true, that's yeah. very true, because actually you've gotta be um maybe I'm wrong, you gotta be very attracted to a person to have a i mean you know yeah. get there yeah, have I've any had, of you have had any I got me on the show have. now <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we we were also talking about you, miss. let's get your opinion on this uh, uh and I'll play this question again.
0: Uh, here it is. Is it okay to fake an orgasm? What do you think? I think it's great. We well, <laughs> <laughs> have a person said but... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, she said,
1: if it's okay to fake... <laughs> she said, if it's okay to fake an orgasm, is that okay?
0: Faking um, an orgasm, I think that's, uh, to me, um, I think that's wrong. I mean... To me, I mean, if you fake an orgasm, that means that you're making the other, the other um, person that you are making love to, or having sex, or banging out, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, sub- whatever terminology that you want to have, feel kind of mm-hmm. bad as you fake an orgasm. I don't yeah. think men can fake orgasm. Can we, Andy? Yes. We yep. can. Mm-hmm. How? You just like pretend like you just. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's <really> <laughs> like, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, but eventually will like, okay, uh, here's the, uh, where's the liquid? Oh, excuse me. Uh. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, guys, if I get into graphic, okay, for a man, surely, like, faking an orgasm, I, I'm curious now, because if a man and a woman are uh, uh, having sex, okay, surely she's going to feel if that man has, you know, done his job and if he's using something then surely there's going to be evidence within that that it suggests that sure. it happened or not right
1: but, or am i but wrong let me ask you a question if it's, well here's what i'm thinking if 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 a woman is really lubricated like really really wet and yeah. and the, the more sex you have as a guy the more often you have sex the less there is right so if you have sex in the morning okay. there's there's right so you can yeah. get into it it doesn't you, you're not capable of of getting into it and and having sex but you can and then let's say you really did have an orgasm and, and there just isn't a whole lot there because shit, I'm at four times today, you know what I mean? Whoa wee. Yeah. And that's what yeah. happens, you know, versus if you spend like a week or two, you're like, whoa, you know. But um I whoa, you
0: don't But if you have sex
1: yeah, more, <laughs> So 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 there is that variable and if a if a woman is really you know, wet, you know, really lubricated, then sometimes it would be hard to, to tell anyway. It would be hard to, to say. Yeah. You know. Right,
0: okay. How do you
1: know? I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. This, I don't know. Am I, who am I? Well, anyway. I, I
0: <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, right. I, I, my, my phone is like steaming. But, 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 but the thing about <laughs> it is it's not only, no, not only sometimes with um, individuals, the 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 person that's having sex, sometimes they want to get penetrated from the, um, the anal. I've okay. never done that.
1: I, I'll admit it here on the show. I've yet to do that. I've never done it. Yeah, it doesn't,
0: doesn't some really some speak women. Some I know. <laughs> I know a few women out there that I read up on books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I. They, I, they I, feel, I,
0: feel more satisfaction getting penetrated in the anal than the vagina.
1: Yeah, I. I I've met. Girls, we start talking about sex. Sometimes when I, when I get together with girls, we start talking about sex. I believe me, it ain't me. I don't know how this happens. Well, how come I always end up talking about sex? No, but um, uh, this girl, who's you know a friend, uh, was telling me. I don't even know how we got on the subject um, yeah. of how much she loves anal. You know, and, and I, this is you know going back in my life a ways, but she um, she told me that she you know, really liked a- a- anal, and um, and we uh, messed around a little bit you know, a little, not mm. a lot. We never, never, never had sex, never. Where's Bill Clinton, I never had sex with that woman. It depends on what is means. Anyway, uh, moving right along, um, the, the, uh, but I, we, we didn't have sex.
0: I did not
1: have sexual relations with that woman. But we messed around a little bit, and, and she wanted to be, and she knew I never had anal, and she wanted to show me what that was like, like to do that. And I, you know, I, couldn't even fathom the idea
0: actually. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, when you talk when you said it, I don't know what jumped in me. It was like that little um noise that you that comes up on the show, it jumped in me. So I was like, Oh my gosh. But <laughs> hey, women some, so like I said, to each his own. I mean people, women, guys. Yeah, that little guy. <laughs> he, 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 he jumped on me. I mean, she yeah.
2: jumped on me. <laughs> 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 oh man! But um, yeah,
0: what, do you, what's, what do you think about it, Amanda?
2: Um, I oh, I can only go from my own personal feelings about it. Right? I get I I appreciate that people uh, want to do that and try that, and it may feel absolutely amazing for them. So fair play and so them; they they enjoy that. Sure. For me, uh, it's never really appealed to me it's like um, it's like that part of me is meant for, it has one purpose and I do that exactly. you know, as much as I can daily exactly. right
1: yep 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 <laughs> yep that sure. part yep.
2: for me has that purpose too so you know that's the way I see it and I've always felt about it um, yeah so if anybody you know wants to get adventurous and try that kind of thing sure you know
1: and we I'll want to hear you about it on the show 515-605-9888 <laughs> only on the Andy and Amanda show right after this message no um <laughs> But, um, you know, then there's also, you know... He was a human vacuum cleaner. You know, also, also that.
0: <laughs> the guy's still here.
2: Oh, he likes um, to make an appearance. Yeah.
0: He does.
1: He, 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 he does. He does. Um, yeah, so, interesting. God, I mean, we'll see what yeah. else here. If, um, okay, how about... Um, we talked about hormones. Okay, is it okay to fake an orgasm? We talked about that. Oh, I've got something we should talk about. What if you're in a your relationship? Yeah. You're in a relationship. And
2: significant oh, Anybody.
1: An, anybody. <laughs> and, your significant, yeah. and, your, and your significant other is yeah. having an affair. What are some telltale signs of that? And um, here are a few. Here, here's a couple of, of, you know, how I might realize that my other, you know, if a girl is with a guy or a husband and he's yeah. having an affair, how how might that woman know?
3: Any sort of complete anxiety or ownership over their phone is nearly always a giveaway. You know, if they were fine before and suddenly they've got a password, passcode on their phone or wherever they go, they're suddenly keeping the phone closed, picking it up, texting more often, mm-hmm. taking it places secretly. That's, you know, technology's made it far easier to cheat but also far easier to get caught. That's interesting. I do take my phone everywhere.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people who take no their phones way. everywhere. That's very true. <laughs> you no, know, I, I had I had that
1: happen to me. I had that happen to me. You know, yeah. um, yeah. I mean, long, quite a while ago, and I, uh, you know, I have a, you know, um, I a. most of my friends in my life, um, are women. That's been that way my yeah. whole life. Yeah. You know, a lot of girlfriends and some relationships and some not, but but a lot, predominantly big time. Um, you know, I've had a lot of girlfriends and friend, literally, you know, n- no sex, just you know, girls who were close, close, close friends. And um, one time, and one, you know, t- uh, woman who I uh, met, um, we're texting back and forth and we're talking. And I was sitting in my front porch. Uh, uh, having a glass of wine, and I and I texted her, and I said, "Oh, she's what are you doing?" I said, "I'm having a glass of wine. I wish you were here to enjoy it. You know, you should come over. You know, have, come on over, whatever. You know." And yeah. uh, I left my phone there because there's nothing to, to be ashamed for or hide, and there was nothing. Obviously, there was nothing going on either. You know, just a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, my daughter, because I left my I went inside to get a drink or whatever. I left my phone there with the text message showing. You know, nothing to hide, and yeah. uh, and my wife and daughter see the message. Oh, and so okay. it was like, are you having, you know, what, what the hell? You know what? I'm like, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, man. What? what? You know, I'm like, get, you know, really? And, yeah. and it raised a concern. It raised a concern. Both, I must say that this particular woman, we, we had this little flirtatious relationship, but innocent, if you know what I mean. Totally, totally yeah. innocent. Like, no okay. no harm done, flirtatious. I'm, you know, hey, you know what? I'm a guy, and I think we were talking about You know, maybe we'll touch this a little later on or whatever, but to me what makes an ideal relationship is if both people involved in the relationship can be truthful and honest and be themselves, not have to hide anything or change who they are, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I I really like women and girls. I truly, I, have a, I just really do, and I'm very comfortable with girls, and I'm I, I, you know, I'm always I love girls. What can I tell you? and when I say, when I say <laughs> that I, I, I don't mean that into the extent that I'm, I'm after girls sexually because I wish that could have been true, but it's not. <laughs>
2: it's, it's,
1: oh well oh well but but um and what has made my relationships work, or, or what actually more importantly, what has made the relationships not work that I was in lengthly ones, was that I started getting choked that I couldn't. You know okay already my god you know you know like the 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 the, the chokehold remember the chokehold cornell the chokehold um yes and and that after a while you get you get confined into space and like oh my god you know and you know the idea relationship and what the relationship i ended up being was when i started asking about the girl with the guy that we both knew i was told she really likes guys and i'm like well i really like girls this could really work. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, when I, when I, when I, and I don't mean that in a sexual sense. I don't mean, oh, she likes to go sleep around. Well, I don't sleep around. I never did. I yeah, yeah. never slept around. Neither did she. Yeah. But the, the attraction and, and to be able to, to look at a girl and, and comment about her and not not, not raise a jealous eyebrow. Because I can yeah. me. I can say, you know, whoa. You know, whoa. And and be honest about And be honest. It's, you know. God, I, oh, you can't, I, I'd hate to be in a relationship where I, I couldn't be me. I couldn't exist. Obviously, I, I've been in long term relationships and I didn't work. Obviously, if you can't be you, the relationship's not going to work. You know what, yeah. what I
2: mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, very, very much so. Yeah. That's very true.
2: Yeah. And I think you yeah, like, be. Like, like, it all comes down to communication, doesn't it? And I think there's a lot of things that can break down in a relationship that, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like you have to stop being yourself and, um, you know, insecurities can play a huge part in the the relationship and they're expressing those insecurities I think Mm -hmm. that's when things start to struggle especially with people wanting to go off and have something with somebody else Mm -hmm. because you know if that that lack is there in any way and it's not being communicated about and and if it is being communicated and that other person your partner isn't understanding or is taking it the wrong way then that's what's obviously a serious problem in mm-hmm. the relationship because then it's like, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to move forward with this? doesn't leave you a huge amount of options. But I think, you know, having that communication is the greatest way to stop the you're other right. person you're from right. wondering. You're going to go looking for something that you're not getting always. If you're craving it, it so easy. much, you will. Yeah. It's, and it, it's, it's very it's always easy. Going to be... Now
0: you've got social media. Yeah. Excuse me, oh, man, yeah. you've got social media. People will hit you up in a DM and you already know how they look and yeah, and yeah. It, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, she is beautiful. Let me hit her up on the deal." And p- sometimes people respond to not. I'm saying I do that because mm-hmm. to let everybody know I am a married man and I love my wife. <laughs> okay. Oh
2: yeah, you're a good but man, darling.
0: You know, and it's very, it's it's very, it's very easy. It's easy. It is because
2: it is. you get people who willing to pay you so much attention as well, like. um, I've had a lot of people approach me who don't know me and, you know, find me on Facebook or whatever, and they try to start something with you and you say, oh, no, I'm in a relationship. But it doesn't stop them because they're just like, well, at the end of the day, I've got a goal here. My goal is to try and get you to do something with me or be with me in some way. And they keep persisting with that. And I've had to block so many people because they, they badgered me on social media to try and have something with them. And then, of course, if you're frightened to share that with your partner as well, hey, this person's been hitting me up, and your person, uh, your person, your partner finds out, okay, these people have been trying to come on to you, they're going to get insecure, start reading into it that you're um, having some sort of
0: that's right issue, you know, with especially them. on a platform that we are at, you know, being on, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when you marry or have a partner. Excuse me, um, Amanda. Um, no, 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 Terry. They, they they take that as like, wow. You mean to tell me I got he's married, so I want to try to ruin their relationship because my relationship is messed up? But I want to be with that person. They sometimes people just fantasize of being with you. You might be their soulmate or something like that, and they know that you're married. And when you're married or have somebody, that's a, even a better challenge for that person to try to get yes. you.
2: Yes. Uh, it's almost like the mm. thrill of the chase, right? To try and get you. And of course, as you both know, with myself being um, same-sex orientated, um, I've had people try, like men especially, who approach me and try to co- you know, convert me. In their eyes, they believe they can convert me by saying all these things. And they have sent me some graphic images on like mm. Messenger and stuff as well. I'm like, hello? Mm. Yes, yes. Mm. So you know, like the classic, they call them dick pics, don't they? Right? You know these guys will take oh photographs. Oh my god! Yeah, they will send them and say, "Oh yeah, check me out." And I'm like, "Really? I'm sorry, <laughs> no." Wow! <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh yeah! Women get targeted a lot got for that. that? No. <laughs> 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 yeah, Girl, it's true. Girls and me
1: pictures. I never get any pictures. Anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> the pictures I see the pictures that I take.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Man, you <No>, like I'm <laughs> else. that else. Um, and I wanted to uh, just touch, before we move on to another subject, I wanted to just uh, uh, play another clip regarding another sign of your significant other, perhaps, um, um, you know, having an affair, maybe. Like, what, what else, you know, in addition to, we talked about the phone and secretive messages and suddenly texting to somebody all the time and so forth. Um, what could be another sign? This is kind of interesting. Listen to this.
3: You know, people have got this theory that they'll want less sex at home if they're having it elsewhere. But in fact, um, there's a thing called the hydraulic pump theory that says that if you are having lots of sex elsewhere, you want more because your sex drive is increased by the sort of you know illicitness of the affair, and you're sort of hornier than what you were before. Basically, so so often that's not a sign. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: interesting isn't it that's, that's yes. opposite to what i thought that is opposite to what i thought <laughs> <laughs> hey isn't there a baseball game on <laughs> <Isn't there>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but
1: but that was a weird thing that that happened and because you were just talking about you know the in having an affair do you if somebody has an affair is a, if you have an X amount of level of sex life, whatever that is, however often you have sex, however, however often yeah. it is, and suddenly that dissipates. Uh, use one partner suddenly say, uh-oh, um, you, what's wrong? Are you, are you having sex somewhere else? How come you're not interested in me anymore? I can see somebody saying that. How come you're not interested in me anymore? You must be seeing somebody else. Yeah. When actually... Yeah, that's very true. You know what I mean? To the contrary, from what we just heard from from our expert uh, panel here, Lori Cox. Well, you don't pay any name.
0: attention anymore, Andy. You don't really bother them or pay them any attention when to go out, don't do the same things when you first met and all that, Then they think, okay, mm-hmm. something's wrong.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, but from what we just heard, so the, uh, you know, the, the exploitations, the, the, the that extra fare, that extra general, that, that wow You've got this incredible thing happening, and I understand that. I'm thinking back in my own life. I've got to go back here, I'm like rolling the, the file cabinet back in my head here. I, I'll talk about that in a second. But the, uh, what we just heard was that a sign of somebody having an affair is not suddenly the absence of sex, but the increase in the amount of sex because of that... Ex, that, turn, that external factor of what's affecting that person in the relationship now makes somebody hornier.
2: Right, hmm. yeah. Okay. But yeah, wow. there, is, there is that science side of it as well. But I think also um, insecurity can play a huge part uh, because, yeah. you know, if, if, if that's an important aspect of a relationship for somebody and they're craving that from their partner and they're just not getting it, then, you know, without that communication, say, hey, baby, darling, whatever you want to call your, your, your other one. And say, look, I need to come to you with this. I really feel like I need that connection with you, and I feel a little down that we we haven't got that anymore, or you know, it's just we're not having as much of it. Would you consider us, you know, revisiting that and and maybe trying it more? And I think that's a great way to approach it. And if not, then you know, it, if you're extremely insecure, it can make you feel like you're not worthy enough, that you're not loved enough, that you're not needed or mm-hmm. wanted. And those are big driving forces for you to find it elsewhere. They, they, they make you go in search for that. And you draw it to you. You really do. You find somebody, you speak to somebody, and all of a sudden, hey, that person's paying you more attention than your partner was, mm-hmm. is. And you, you think, oh, this is great. This feels great. And before you know it, you're caught up in this this experience and then it it goes further and then you think, Oh, this is, this is amazing. I'm getting everything I need from this person. And all the while you still have that love and connection with that other person. It's just Mm -hmm. all that insecurity and and that, that feeling of, I finally feel wanted and needed is overriding everything else and saying, this needs to be fulfilled. Mm. But you still love, you still love that other person that you just don't want to leave them or, you know, um, pull away from what you've got with them, because it is special. And then you've got people arguing, well, how can you do that to that person if you love them? But yet, you know, you've got all these overpowering strong insecurities. They can drive people to do crazy things. They really can. And I think if anybody's ever felt insecure and you've done something in your life that's made you say, oh, I've done this because I felt insecure in that moment, then you know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. But after you do all that, what's, what's next? After that, after you've know had an affair, what's next?
2: Yeah, and is there, yeah what is next? Quite, what
0: are the consequences of
2: that? Yeah, and quite often or not, that person that you've had the affair with doesn't end up usually being the one, but can be because that's been known to be um, a thing mm-hmm. that you can end mm-hmm. up with that person for a lifetime, depending mm-hmm. on how it how it's manifested, you know. But if you've gone looking for it for the reasons that you're just not getting something. Then quite ultimately, you may end up leaving that relationship that you've had the affair with, and and in um, the same cycle again. Yeah, <laughs> yes, fatal attraction. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, you're, you're right. You, you sometimes, you, you, some people have this affair with this incredibly steamy, you know, romance that lasts. A, a few weeks and it's dead and they've ruined their life and their kids and their wife, everything and, they've, and it never happened, you know. I, I, yeah. that, that's happened, that's, that's happened. And at the same time, like as yeah. you were saying, it, it's worked the other way too. Where whoa, you know, you know this, this is Mr. or Ms. Wright finally arrived in my life,
0: you know.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, like your soulmate. Sometimes you might have, you know, might be in a relationship with a person right now and thinking like, oh, that, until you meet your soulmate and when you see... Meet your soulmate they make you feel like oh my gosh this is my soulmate that person knows everything It's that's the person i've been looking for but basically you're a married man or you know a person that's with somebody you can't really do anything but just stay where you at do you stay where you at or do you go and run for your soulmate
2: yeah i think that's that's a, a big thing as well isn't it it's just trying to find that that the answer within them and i think at that point you've got to be realistic and say okay so the, the relationship i'm in am i truly happy in this relationship is it everything that i really want and if the answer is if you've, you've met somebody else who makes you feel all these things then surely that's a clear sign that the relationship you're already in is just not right for you anymore because this other person is, is making you feel all these things that mm-hmm. should be a clear indication that, that that relationship you're already in is just it's not enough anymore and that can be a really horrifying and sad fact for a lot of people I think a very painful one because they ultimately don't want to leave that other person but you don't want to hurt them or make them feel bad but ultimately you've got to be true to yourself and you know say okay well this this other person is, is like you said uh, Cornell. if it, you, you feel that your soulmate? mate if they are delivering something to you that feels on every level that is right. I think you need to follow that and go with that. Um, but first question: How does this happen? Why happened, yeah. <laughs> is it happened? Is, yeah. Is it? yeah, Is it just lust? Is that? Well, it is. You know. Is it? Or is it more than that? Is it deeper than that?
1: And there's um, always. There's
2: would you always rather there. have a
0: man? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against that, but I stick to the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. But but my thing is this, guys. It's like, okay, you don't met your soulmate, right? And then you with, you marry or you with somebody. That person has everything. Your soulmate don't have nothing. What do you do? Uh, hmm. Well, you can go. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Are you saying that the soulmate
1: doesn't have anyone
0: but you
2: do? Is that what you're saying?
0: yes yes basically okay. okay just say if you were with somebody right they yeah. they have a, a great career they have everything you leave yeah. you leave your your person that you're married to or been years for your soulmate but then your soulmate is just a a, a person that, that's nothing not saying nobody's nothing but just a, a person that don't have no career no nothing but your soulmate is just your soulmate she don't have no background he don't have no background and what do you do
2: Oh, I see. So, yeah, I right. guess that's, that's important to a lot of people, right, having all those things. But I guess at the end of the day, when that, that person, it speaks everything to you that you don't, you see past all of that. You don't see, oh, this person hasn't got a career or a lot of money or all or, or those, you know, outside worldly material things. And you feel in that yeah. moment what, what is worth it in that moment is everything you feel, that connection with that person, which overrides it all. It really does. And, but there's a lot of people that just are brought up with conditioning and in society that believe this person must have a car, a house, a job, all this money yeah. to feel happy and secure, and that would be the perfect partner for them. And unfortunately, it's that's not, not going to work. No. It's not going to work that Material way. Material
0: brings on love. Material exactly. materialistic, it, it don't it have just, anything to do with.
2: Yeah, I mean, it brings great comforts in life, sure, but what's the ultimate comfort at the end of the day? Someone who understands you, loves you, respects you, looks after you, wants to be there for you through every single storm. That is incredibly amazing, and that should be the very thing that you go, uh, not chasing after or seeking, because I'm not saying people should run out and find it, but when it comes to you, that should be the most important thing, not all this material bullshit that says... You know, because that's where
1: the you- true happiness is. It is. It is. you just saw your partner? You're a contemptible lowlife of talking this way about. Yeah, I'll tell you, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Uh-uh-uh-uh. laughs>
3: you
1: want to know what I think? Yeah.
3: Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I, I have a question for you. Let's put this out there. And again, our number here is 515-605-9888 if you want to get in on this fascinating conversation we're having in discussion about relationships and love and intimacy and sex. Um, the um, I wonder how how much <laughs> does good sex have play upon the uh, being able to maintain an effective relationship, you know, under, under they're under hugging control. and kissing.
0: Say
2: that again I, I, uh, can can I mean <laughs> <laughs> You're so dire okay. for a, a moment.
3: <laughs> (Laughter <laughs> oh, <goodness>. um, <laughs>
0: people course.
1: Because I like cucumbers. Can you? I'm the only one. I like
2: cucumbers. <laughs> I
0: wonder why <laughs> 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 oh,
1: uh, But yeah. uh, I was wondering, how much does a healthy, good, effective, vigorous, exciting sex life? Have to do with the maintenance of an effective long-term relationship?
2: Huh? Wow. Way up. Then it went down. Wow. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who who enjoy their relationship who, who don't really have that that physical intimacy, and it's everything for them. You know, it's enough for them. And there's there's people who really do enjoy having that connection, and um, that's great for them too. And you know, mm-hmm. I could bring up some things that uh, go back to like a a deep kind of spiritual religion thing where religion that's a whole other minefield as we know and there's aspects of that where people believe that religion says that you know sex is a bad thing and yet there's other parts of it uh, it's seen and viewed differently that actually says that a connection between your partner, your husband or wife, whatever it is you know um, that it's important to have that that connection because of how you connect with that other person on an energy level, on a uh, spiritual level, without you even being aware of it sometimes. And when you're both conscious of that, my goodness, apparently it's an an incredible experience. So it it kind of um, supposedly takes the relationship to, uh, well, the sexual relationship to a whole nother level when you're both on that level, experiencing Mm -hmm. it from that. So, you know, you got that argument as well that, you know, um, it's important to maintain that and have that connection with your with your partner. But there are plenty of people happy enough not having that. Um,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hmm.
2: It's interesting, though. Um, no?
1: <laughs> it, 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 it truly is, it truly is. Uh, here's a, a, a question from a caller here. I have a boyfriend. He
2: goes on for, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at the clock, I'm
0: like,
1: come on, when is this gonna be over?
0: Mm. <laughs>
2: that's,
1: that's a deep question. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, caller. Um, yes. So a boyfriend that goes on forever, looking at the clock, thinking when is this going to be over? Hmm.
0: <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't. I, I, I might. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question. Mm. Go for it. Can people that work together fall in love with each other when they have a, another person in their life? Yes. I
2: don't know. I should yes, they can. so.
0: Like somebody that works on your job or something like that?
2: Yeah. Yes. I don't
0: know. I can.
2: mean, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: this, this, this like this show is like yo, dude. I have so many questions. It's like I really want to, don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, <you just. laughs>
2: yeah, come on, spill the beans. You wanna go?
0: Come okay. on, man. awesome okay, cool. Yes, yeah. What, what do you what mm-hmm. do you think about different nationalities um, relationships?
2: Ooh. Um, I think it's an awesome thing. For one, it can be exciting, right? Because you're both learning about each other's uh, culture, and I think the differences between you, physically as well as uh, with your lifestyle and all those things, um, I think can be a really interesting um, connection. And uh, yeah, I'm all for it.
0: <laughs> you know, what's so crazy. I don't, I don't understand. That's right. I, I really don't understand when you see a. A different nationality or a different color person, or something with somebody in the other nationality, basically don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I mean, mm-hmm. like if you see a, a black guy with a uh, a white girl, or a white girl with a black guy, and the yeah. other, they don't like that. They be like, oh my gosh, he, what he with? What what is he doing with her? And um, you you know you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think, again, doesn't that come down to things like um, family conditioning and, uh, like, I guess it, it, parts of society as well. Um, and you've got all sorts of things with with racism as well that comes into it, that, you know, it's not a good idea for two races to mix. And um, kind of keeping it pure. And I, 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 I've never agreed with that. I've never understood, I've never seen a reason... Um, or a problem with two races mixing ever, because I was never raised that way to see people that way, thankfully. I'm very grateful mm-hmm. to my parents mm-hmm. for that, you know? So I think it all comes down to families and, and um, what you're educated as a very young child. What is instilled into you is the way that you view life and others. And then that, you know, that carries on, and you end up building that such a yes. strong belief that you passed it.
1: I think there is a perception in, you know, coming from the Archie Bunker era, um, you know, you, you know a, a Christian should marry a Christian, a white person should marry a white person, a black person should marry a black person, whatever it might mm. be. And yeah. um, and of course, now in the world, there's, you know, it's, it's very common to see a, a couple of, of, you know... Uh, an asian and a, and a black person a white person a black person a black person asian indian and a whatever i mean it's not you know it, it, it's it's out there and yeah the only thing i would ever think about um is too here here's what i'm just thinking you know you're telling me what, what relates to you and what your life is and what your experiences have been and what your you know perceptions of the world okay. are is yeah. is that uh, i'm an atheist and i've always been an atheist my entire life and, and, and somewhat of, an, of a proactive atheist. I don't just sit there back quietly. You know, I, I, I've taken people on and had really great, healthy discussions about the non-existence of a superpower, and I'm um, convinced there is none. And um, and I've had relationships where, you know, taking a, a beautiful walk with this great girl and you get along great, and there's this romance and the sexual attraction and everything, and the girl says, how, do you, how can you not, how can you exist every day and look around you and not see that there's a bigger power. I'm like, how can yes. you say that there is a bigger power and look around you and look at the rest of the universe and the world and how we got here? And the <laughs> you know, have this discussion, yes. not that it, and, and I've, had, I've had, I don't know if you're gonna call them arguments, but I've had, you know, what, discussions that were more than just a discussion with, with women that didn't seem to matter uh, at the time. Um, Long term, like, you know, I, I didn't, I never married any of those girls you know, all 75 yeah. of them. Anyway, no. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's impressive on I me. Mean. Hey, you know what I mean? You know? Do, do I get a ding? It's 100? Uh, anyway, um, um, the, um, but here's what's kind of interesting. Like, I was in a great relationship with a girl who, uh, you know, who was um, a, a Christian, you know, an Orthodox Christian, whatever. And, uh, we were very much in love, and we were together for quite some time. And you know, come Easter celebrations she was with her friends, and she'd come over and they cook, and we had a fun time. And there you know, I'm Andy, the boyfriend, and you know, we we're semi living together, and they come, you know, everybody have a great time. And they, everybody knew that Andy, Andy doesn't believe, you know, he doesn't celebrate. So I, I, believe in Easter Bunny about Easter, that you know, chocolate <laughs> stuff. That's, you know, that I believe in Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, come to the religiousness of any holiday, uh, I don't celebrate it because. Because I don't believe, I don't, when people pray, my opinion is nobody's listening. I, mean, I yeah. understand why people pray. I understand why. Yeah. I understand the drive. I understand the motivation. And I don't want to okay. separate too far from our conversation. But here's the point. That when you t- start thinking about, you know, let's say a black person, a white person, an atheist, and a Christian, and, and on and on. That's my point. That when you start thinking about having kids and bringing up kids in the world, if you take two parents who have very strong, maybe even opposite philosophical values, it becomes very, very difficult to think about how you're going to raise a kid, yeah. Because that's when your family background and your orientation and, and what's been drilled into you since you were a kid, you know, yeah. when we first told, whatever, you know. And I think I told you the story that when I first realized that there was a difference between a black person and a white person, I think I think I was either on the show or for now and I were talking. I forget, but I'll tell yeah. you the story real quick. Um, when I was a toddler and a baby. Uh, my mother was a uh, a college student, and my father was a, col- a a medical intern. And neither one of them had much money to rub between them, but they managed to be able to afford um, a, um, a, a a child, you know, caretaker who took care of the house, took care of the kids, everything. You know, my mom went to school, and my dad went to work. Yeah. So the lady yeah. who took care of me was this heavy heavyset uh, black woman, and her name was Alice. And um, she taught me how to talk, actually. But anyway, uh, and then I realized no. more and more that Alice didn't have the same skin color I do. And I sat yeah. with that for several years, not asking, not, not questioning, not, not going out into the world. But instead, being a typical person, I really haven't changed a whole lot, I kind of figured out on my own. And once I figured out that is the answer, I got it. I know the answer. So one day I'm sitting thinking to myself, I actually remember doing this, that, White people are white because they work. They go to work in vanilla pudding factories, and black yeah. people are black because they work in chocolate pudding factories.
3: And so you, either,
1: so you either work. So when you grow up, you either work for vanilla pudding factory or chocolate pudding factory. And That's what you do when you go to work. <laughs> yeah. So there's a woman coming to uh, our front door for an interview. You know, my mom had different people come in, and you know, this lasts however long. And a black woman was at the front door, and I I figured out. I'm so proud of myself because I figured it out. And so somebody at the door, and I leaned up and I opened the door, and there's this black woman standing there. And I turned around, and I yelled up the stairs, I said, "Mom, the chocolate pudding lady's here." Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was what four or three, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, but yeah. it's just it's just you know that's just a story. But but it, it it came into my life. The question is because you know I married into a very big Catholic family with with in-laws that said grace before every meal and having kids that wondered we don't say grace in our house so what do we do when we go see grandma and grandpa well we respect them is what we do yeah of course yeah you know we we can talk about it afterward but in the meantime we respect them and then i had the feeling okay when i I felt like uh like uh it's funny all in the family of archie bunker and meathead and uh you know whatever and i was thinking okay and we go to their house you you, they say grace. When they come to our house, we don't say grace. So then is it appropriate for them to say grace? Wait, we don't say grace here. You can just start eating in my house. But no, out of respect for grandma and grandpa, hey, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. You know, let them pray. It doesn't mean we have to pray. We can do whatever. Let them pray before they do this. So again, my point is that in terms of having a couple, in terms of being in a relationship, it's all said and good. When you start to think about bringing up children in, and the ideologies and the philosophies and your backgrounds and what you're committed to in terms of your beliefs and your philosophies of life and our being and, and your, your cultural background, it all comes into play. And where does it get let out? On your kids and how they're brought up. And that's where I see, that's where I see.
0: Hey Andy, not to cut you off, we are living proof right here.
1: Yes we it's are. The Andy and Amanda show. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, yes, we are. I didn't, I didn't think about that. See, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't occur to me. It doesn't even occur to me. Yeah,
2: you,
1: but yeah. I, I would not have thought that, Cornell. You're absolutely right. You're, you're, you're so right. Yeah. So, so I think what we'll do is because we are running on time and I'm, I love talking about this and relationships and sex and there's more things. So, oh, one more question. Maybe I wanted to get to here too, if you don't mind. Yeah. guys. Um, um, maybe it's this one. limit. minute.
2: I have a boyfriend, he goes on for... Um, no, we we
1: just, we, we did that one already, wrong one, I'm sorry, how about this one? I recently had sex with this guy. Okay, and? And, yes? Uh... <laughs> 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 okay. Well, good for Okay, caller, <laughs> try calling us again next on the Amanda and Andy, Amanda and Andy show. <laughs> on, the <laughs> on the Amanda Love show. Hey Cornell, did you hear the beginning Amanda of the show? Love, and Andy and Amanda <laughs> Love show.
2: So anyway, oh, I, love the way he
1: I, I think we'll play the uh, the beginning as our exit music again because that I, I was fun. Hey, listen, um Cornell, but do you guys know what, what I'm saying? Because we were talking about uh we do have some minutes left in the show we, we were talking about you know uh, cultural differences and and um, ethnicity differences, and nationality differences and i I just said my my piece. What do you guys think?
0: my My thing is this. Tune into the Andy and Amanda show. We are living proof. Yeah, Yes. That's all I can yeah. say.
2: I live it's by right. example, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 I agree. We
0: well, are everything pretty... that people are t- talking about.
2: Do you know,
1: yeah. guys, my, my my wife and Cornell. Oh, uh, by the way, when when we get married on the Internet, I, I thought Cornell would be our best man.
2: Oh, very good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. good. Um, anyway, um, yeah, we are living proof and it's really cool what we have assembled here. And for those of you who are just joining us or have read something about us or tuning in to a podcast perhaps and some whatever it might be on iHeartRadio or Pandora, um, the three of us have never ever met, ever. And, and we've, we've been on the, doing the show 200 and some episodes now as a team um, and we've never met. And people have said, oh, you guys have chemistry, you and Amanda, I mean, not, and that we don't know. Amanda and I've never met. You're like, what? And this show is, is happening. I mean, as Cornell said, it's, like it's happening in some respects. And we all come from different backgrounds and different you know, uh, cultural backgrounds and nationalities and, um, and live life differently in, in, in many respects in terms of our relationships. Um, and it's amazing what we have here. And I think you're, you're right, Cornell. We are living proof. And that's why you do need to tune in on the Friday show, because we're going to continue this discussion. We're going to have love, sex, intimacy, and religion, and how does it all tie together? Wow, that's heavy duty. You've got to tune in Friday, noon Pacific Time. Hey, Andy,
0: don't, be... yes. hmm? the what? don't forget a toys.
1: Sex <laughs> toys? Oh, uh, you missed that, yes. Cornell. We, were ta- we talked about that, but we're going to bring it up again uh, real quick, because this will be an entree uh, uh, into our next show. Sex toy market has been booming, and I want to tell you that we are going to have a sex toy store on this show. You'll be able to buy sex toys yes. we, and we'll talk more about that too, but we're going to do it because we need to start figuring out how we're going to make a living by doing this. So if you go sell sex toys, so anyway, we're going to talk. You
0: heard you handed sex toy in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tune in Friday. So we're at noontime live uh, Pacific time, 3 p.m. East coast, 8 p.m. in London. Amanda, why don't you take us home and we'll see everybody Friday.
2: Okay, so on behalf of Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love in the U.K., and thank you to our wonderful coordinator, Cornell, for calling in. We love you. Um, just a bit of advice. If you're going to get with somebody, first ask if they're psychic, because quite often in relationships, no one's a mind reader, okay? Just putting that out there. <laughs> but uh, come back and join us on uh, Friday show. We're going to have a blast, and hope you have fun with us, and we'll catch you there. We love you. And
1: just remember, well, in a relationship, you have to make time for sex. That's what we're talking about here on the Andy and Amanda show. We'll see you Friday.
0: (laughs) Take care. Bye. You have been listening to the Andy and Amanda
1: show. Our special love, sex and intimacy
0: edition to be continued Friday, April 16th, noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. East coast, 8 p.m. in the United Kingdom. Join us then for some
1: more fascinating discussion and your calls. Remember, our number is 515-605-9888.